Did you know that within you is the most powerful force that has ever existed? The challenge is that we have forgotten who we really are. My mission is to awaken you to understand that what you believe on a subconscious level creates everything in your life and in the world. Energy, thoughts, feelings, patterns, all of it is created by our beliefs and our experiences can be positive or negative. Life doesn't just happen to or for you, it happens from you. Join me on the journey to discover what the eternal truth is within you that sets you free at the deepest level possible. It all starts now. Hi there, and this week we're going to talk about a topic that is kind of mind-blowing, but when you begin to comprehend it, you can shift everything in your life. And that is the topic that life happens from you, not to you. It can happen for you, but the deeper meaning behind that is it happens from you. Now, let's go deeper into this because this means if life is happening from me, everything that I experience comes from a belief within my being. It's like it's a frequency. When I am in frequency with someone who has a belief that is similar, then we are reacting on a subconscious level to each other and sometimes on a conscious level. So let me explain that a little further. This means, based on what I believe and my perception of myself, the world and everybody in it is going to show up to match that. First, let's go through the stages of our awareness of beliefs. An example of matching beliefs within two people would be, I could have a fear of rejection because my belief acts as a thought wave. It's from the law of thought wave transmission. And that belief is casted out onto everyone else. When it hits in a frequency of someone who has a similar belief around rejection, I will most likely experience being rejected by them. Why? Because everyone is here to mirror back to each other what is in our souls. The whole vast world is a huge, big feedback loop. And why does this happen? It is so that we will continue to evolve and grow. And when you begin to understand that if everyone is mirroring back to me what is in my soul, can I honestly be upset with anyone? I'm going to answer a really hard question that I'm asked a lot, and it's so hard until you understand this, and then it becomes easier, and we begin to understand how this whole thing works. The question is, well, Claudette, if everything I believe is how everyone reacts to me and nothing happens outside of what I believe about myself, what about kids? What about children that are born into really bad situations? They experience really bad things. And my answer to that is I've done a lot of study on this. And I realized that there are different teachings of reincarnation. I don't typically follow the traditional teaching of reincarnation, 
but I agree with some parts of it. And the reason I say this is I found another teaching, and it's a Sumerian-based teaching. It states the whole purpose for us being here is that universal spirit wanted to fractal out and individualize into all of us. And there are a lot of religious teachings, ancient teachings that talk about us being sons and daughters of God, that type of thing. So this is a theme throughout culture and throughout thousands of years. So universal spirit to individualize within each of us, we A, forget who we are, B, are totally separated in our awareness from creation until we begin to awaken. And this is why in the spiritual world, you'll hear people go, oh, they need to awaken or I'm woke or things like that. What is awakening in you? God literally is awakening in you. I say God became you so you can become God. The whole world, we all agreed to be compelled to fulfill each other's creations. So it's like we're in this construct called earth. And we mirror back to each other all of the beliefs that assisted us in individualization, but those beliefs separate us from the oneness of each other and of the Creator. And so when our soul gets to a certain point, it is time to awaken. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably your time to awaken. It certainly is mine. What will happen at first is in our awareness, we will think that life is happening to us and we'll ask questions. I remember when I used to do this, I used to go, why did she say that? Why are people always mean to me? Why are people so rude? Why are people such bad drivers? Or I would just get really frustrated and I stayed in anger most of the time. I'm much better than I used to be on that. Sometimes a little bit of that will still come back. And I have to connect to truth and get truth about it. But it certainly is a lot better than what it used to be. Then we'll move to the second stage of spiritual evolution. And we'll say, oh, life is happening for me. And we'll see things happen. And we'll go, okay, this was hard. But this hard lesson is teaching my soul and causing me to become a better person and to grow. And that's beautiful. But the one thing that that's missing is the cause of all things. So everything has cause and effect. And the cause of all things actually happens within us at a subconscious level. So whatever you believe, if I believe I will be rejected, I will be rejected. I was talking to someone the other day. He was like, Claudette, how do I know this is true? Like, I have to see it to believe it. That is actually the opposite of how this works because we have to imagine it and believe it first and then it outpictures into the earth realm. So there's a lot of experiments about this of how molecules and protons will respond to our thought waves. I invite you to be curious about this. Even if you don't believe me right away, there's nothing that says you have to believe me. You don't. You can choose to believe whatever you choose to believe, but be curious and be as a scientist and begin to test this. Because the one thing I will say is any spiritual practice should be able to be demonstrated. 
So when I first heard this concept, I was like, you know, I've had a lot of rejection in my life and I had a low self-image. I felt like I really wasn't worthy of love. I wasn't worthy of lasting friendships. I wasn't worthy of anything good. I mean, can you imagine the belief anything good? And guess what I experienced? Those things. Friendships didn't last. The good things never lasted too long. I didn't receive the love that my heart craved. But think about it. If those were my beliefs, that is what I was projecting out into the world. And that is what I would end up experiencing. So there are the three stages where we think it happens to us, it happens for us, and then we awaken to the point that we begin to understand it happens from us. So how does that work? Well, within you is your subconscious, and the gateway to your subconscious is actually your imagination. You know, a lot of people will pick on people and go, oh, it's just your imagination. Well, there is not one single thing that has been created in the earth realm that wasn't first imagination. Tesla is one of my favorite scientists. He wasn't a good businessman, but he was an excellent scientist. And he used to say he imagined his inventions fully and he would run iterations of them in his mind, see where they would break down fix it, and he would do this three, four, five times before he would even start to create the invention in the third dimensional realm of Earth. I think this is so cool. Einstein said that more valuable than science is the imagination. And so when I started studying all of these scientists that are renowned and they've made a name for themselves, you know, they've done a lot for society I begin to go, wow, they valued imagination. So maybe these ancient teachings about imagination being the gateway to the God power are true. We're going to do another podcast that focuses just on that, but we're circling back around to if our imagination affects the subconscious within us, then what is actually happening is we are touching on the womb of creation within our being. What happens from there is the first cause of all things. And you can literally test this. So have you ever noticed that if you can't really feel or see something happening, most of the time it won't? So test it. And a lot of people will do this with a parking spot. They'll be like, I'm going to the grocery store. I want a front row parking spot. Well, start to test it and use your imagination to see you parking somewhere really close and going, wow, that actually worked. And do it so much so that you start to actually believe it. That's the key. You've got to get to the point to where you really believe it and you feel it like the excitement of, wow, I'm starting to actually get really good at this. Because all of the spiritual practice that I'm talking about, we have to practice it, test it. It's not how we normally operate. But that doesn't mean it isn't how we shouldn't. If we're really interested in spiritual growth, then we will become masters of our inner world. 
That includes understanding that what you believe is the first cause of all things. What you can see in your mind, you can hold in your hand. If you can't see it in your mind, it will not happen in the outer world. If something does happen, let's say you win a car. And I didn't think I was going to win. Oh my God, I never win anything. Was there a point in time in the past where you imagined that you were just going to get a car and you didn't care how, but you just imagined it? These are questions to ask yourself because first cause happens in you. Second cause actually happens outside of you. So everything that we're experiencing in the third dimensional reality, how people react, what's going on, how our day goes, everything is second cause. First cause is inside. So you may, you may have the question about how did I discover this? Well, I ran across a law called the law of being. And the law of being says that your circumstances at any moment in time are in harmony and related to your inner state of being. So our state of being is directly related to what we believe at a subconscious level. You know, we can go deeper on that in a future podcast too, because there's so much to cover. So there's a lot. But if our inner state of being directly affects our circumstances, then that leads us to the law of belief. The law of belief says that you do not necessarily believe what you see but you see what you have already decided to believe. So can you see how, oh, I have to see it to believe it is the opposite of that law. And there are certain spiritual laws that are in play, just like there are laws of electricity, relativity, of gravity, and these laws cannot be violated. We've learned how to use electricity safely because we learned about the law and we work in conjunction with the law of electricity. Edison figured that out for us. Well, I, I would say Tesla did, but we <laughs> we could we could talk that over. But they did. They figured it out following that law. So in our life there are certain universal spiritual laws that if we start to understand them, then it peels back a lot of the mystery and it makes it clearer. And then there's a universal truth. It says, be it unto you according to what you believe. If you believe something and then because you believe it, it is so, you can start to understand how life happens from you, not to you, not even really for you. You can take the point of life happening for you and you can use it as a leverage for your growth and say, instead of this thing destroying me, I'm going to become stronger. I'm going to grow. I'm going to become a better person. And I think that's a beautiful thing. But let's become masters of our inner world and outer world. And let's get to the root of what we believe at a subconscious level so that we can shift everything for the better. If we created something that is undesirable, let's start to create things that are more desirable, right? And A lot of times manifestation doesn't work. There's a lot of talk about it and I believe in it. It's just if you are attempting to manifest something and create something in your life, 
but you have core beliefs that go against what you are trying to create, and those core beliefs are in your subconscious, those core beliefs will win over what you are attempting to do with your will and with your mindset. And that's why a lot of times mindset work is very hard. Without getting truth, mindset work is exhausting. We have to go to the core of what we believe at a subconscious level because this affects everything, our relationships, our experience in the world, our success in business. It affects everything. And when we train ourselves to begin to access the eternal truth instead of our ego, when we train ourselves to access the eternal truth, We train ourselves to access the all-knowing, all the knowledge that ever existed or ever will. There's a book that I love. It's called Think and Grow Rich. This talks about that. So if you have not read that book, I would recommend you read it. It's a really short read, and it was written probably over 100 years ago at this point, but it's a very popular bestseller book. And it does talk about how to access the all-knowing information. It talks about this. So what we're doing is we're combining mind science and the eternal truth together because mind science actually is universal spiritual law. The eternal truth is that power, that God power that resides within everyone And when we are still and we listen to it, it says, be still and know. When we begin to silence ourselves and start to train ourselves to listen to that guidance, our intuition, those hunches, then what happens is it's like exercising a muscle and it gets easier and easier and easier. So what we've talked about is we have talked about how life happens from us, how what we believe within our subconscious level is the first cause of all things. What we see in the external world is the second cause. And we can do a simple test, just envisioning easy parking spots. Just, you could start to just say, I always find a close parking spot. There's always a spot for me. It's so easy. You could just start to test that. It may take you two, three, four weeks to start doing it. It depends on where you are in your belief and if you have doubt. So doubt takes away all of your power. So if you have doubt that it will work, you don't believe it will work, well, be it unto you according to what you believe, it won't work. It is as simple as that. If you believe it will work, it will work. This is called the placebo effect. So it's a very well-proven fact that if people, they're taking a pill and they think it's a real pill and it's going to cure them, there's a high rate of being cured. And that is the placebo effect. So if you want to, if you're not familiar with that, look it up, but it is based on what participants in the studies believe to be true. And what they believe to be true is what actually happens. And people have literally been cured. There's one story of um, a doctor that was a rural doctor in a community. He didn't have a lot of resources. 
and the people that he served, uh, you know, is a demographic that was at poverty or just above poverty. So they, this man walks into the door and he's like, he, he has cancer and he wanted to be cured. And the doctor really didn't have anything to treat him with. And he knew that the gentleman could, didn't have insurance and could not go to a hospital that was a couple hours away and get the treatment that he needed because he didn't have insurance. And so the doctor just said, well, come on in and, you know, I think it was a drink. I hope I'm telling this story accurately. He said, if you take this drink every week, your cancer will be cured. Well, he understood mind science and the doctor believed firmly that if he could get this gentleman to believe that he was cured, he would be because he understood the law of belief. And so every week came in and sure enough, the guy's cancer started to get better. And then the guy told other people, hey, you need to go to this doctor. He's good. He makes you drink this drink. And it was all based on belief. Now, some people would go, this is ludicrous. He's a doctor. He shouldn't have done that. What other option was there? If the gentleman could not go get treatment elsewhere and his cancer was actually cured. You know, I shared in my podcast, the story about my cancer getting cured and how I discovered that I allowed it based on what I believed about myself. So sometimes the hardest thing that we have to face is what do we really believe about ourselves? I can tell you this, understanding that life happens from me has freed me from unforgiveness. Because if everyone is literally compelled to fulfill my creations and to mirror back to me what is in my soul so that I can get the feedback, I can grow, I can evolve, then do I really have the need to be angry with anyone? It helps me because I used to be angry all the time. I'm not saying I don't get frustrated. Sometimes I do. It isn't as often as it used to be. I used to be frustrated all the time and carry anxiety right in the middle of my chest. And now I can honestly say that it is a lot better, a lot better. And I have a peace. And if I start to get a little upset about something, it really doesn't penetrate my full being. It just, I get upset and then I'm already starting to come out of it as it's happening. And that's a much better place to be than spinning for weeks upset about something. Just understand that you are very powerful. Your soul is extremely powerful, but within your soul, you have beliefs you have certain beliefs that are that might be holding you back or causing you to think less about yourself. But I'm here to tell you that you are literally a child of creation. You have all of the divinity of the universe within your being. This goes beyond religion. And this is about having a freedom within your soul to where you can literally be guided by the divinity within you. That is the creator of all things. Just remember that you are powerful and you are the operant power for your life and life happens from you. And at the beginning of this podcast, I promised that I would give you some easy steps on how to start to test this. We talked about the parking spot, 
But look at it this way. If you're encountering someone who isn't treating you with respect, who actually is maybe manipulating, not being nice, get curious about it instead of reactionary and start to go, okay, I wonder what I believe that allows this. That puts you in a place of authority versus this is happening to me and I I can't control what's happening to me. The law of belief and the law of being say otherwise. Just get really curious about it and start to ask yourself, huh, I wonder what I believe. Now, don't go into thinking and trying to hunt it down because that's your mind just trying to access a file that's in your subconscious, in your soul. That file has to open up and your mind literally has to get out of the way. So just ask, just ask and ye shall receive. So go off of that principle and go, I wonder what I believe that allows this person to act this way. And then what you can do is you can begin to, in your imagination, visualize a better interaction with them, something that you can believe, grasp, visualize, and then even feel. Don't think about how that will happen. Infinite intelligence will handle the how. Just see the end result of your interaction with that person being better. See it until it feels very real in you and feel it. Use your imagination as if you're a two or three-year-old. Just test this and then let me know what happens. I would love to know and hear your response on that. But don't just do it for a week with someone who's been acting a certain way for years and expect it to just magically work. Remember, everything is based on what you believe. I wonder what I believe that allows this. Once a belief comes to you, it will come to you in the form of a knowing. When that knowing kind of rises up, it'll be a thought. It just kind of rises up within you. I say, I tell people it rises up from your heart. Then ask, what is the truth? What is the truth about this? And be willing to know the truth about yourself. Who are you really? Because that is the only way we're going to create the things that we desire. I had to know to get healed from cancer that I had unforgiveness for myself. I hated myself. I didn't think I was worthy of anything good. I mean, there was just so much anger and hate in my being toward myself that I literally was starting to destroy my body. Your body is your servant and reacts to your thought wave transmissions of what who you believe yourself to be, your perception of yourself. And so we're going to talk about that too. There's a lot of times I'll say we've got another podcast, we'll talk about that, but we will. So just test this and give me your feedback and let me know what you experience. I hope you have a beautiful week. Thanks for listening to the Truth Method Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. Check out my YouTube channel where you have access to podcasts and other videos. I welcome your feedback, and we are always here for you. Reach out to me directly through truthmethod.com, and thank you for listening.